If you could please give the Lord your undivided attention. I believe that he's going to speak to you and I believe that he's going to encourage you. We're going to do a two-part series called Press Through Until You Break Through. Now the word press means to steadily apply weight or force to move by force in a certain direction or in a certain position. And so we'll be talking about some of those things. But first and foremost, I want to establish this morning that we serve the God of the breakthrough. In 2 Samuel chapter 5, it tells the story of David, how that he defeated the Philistines in the valley of Rephaim. After that, he called the place Baal Perazim. And so I want you to pick it up in 2 Samuel chapter 5, verses 17 through 20. And we're going to look at the Amplified Version. It says, when the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over Israel, they didn't like it. And so they all went up to find him, but he heard of it, and he went down to the stronghold. The Philistines came also and spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim. And David inquired of the Lord. So David was a seeker of the Lord. Good thing to do when the enemy has been arrayed against you. Don't you agree? And he asked, shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, go up, for I will surely deliver them into your hand. Now notice in verse 20. And David came to Baal Perazim. And he smote them there and said, The Lord has broken through my enemies before me like the bursting out of great waters. So he called the name of the place Baal Perazim, the Lord of breaking through. And that's who he is for you. And that's who he is for me. And that's who he is for this church. What you cannot in the natural seemingly break through, God will bring his breakthrough power for you and he will enable you to make it. Amen. Now, in the in the English Standard Version of First Chronicles, chapter 14 and in verse 11, we see just a little bit different phrasing on this. And I I like this specifically. In, in verse 11 of 1 Chronicles 14, he says, And he went up to Baal Perazim, and David struck them down there. And David said, God has broken through my enemies by my hand like a bursting flood. Therefore, the name of that place is Baal Perazim. I love that, don't you? I want you to notice specifically this morning how David likened God's power to the bursting forth of a flood, the bursting forth of waters. He described it as a flood. What he was saying to us is the God of breakthrough, when he shows up and releases his power, it will be like a flood of his goodness. A flood of his favor, a flood of healing, a flood of divine opportunities, a flood of the goodness of God overtaking and overwhelming our lives. And so this morning, 
I want you to forget about what difficulties you may be facing. And I want you to get your eyes on the Lord of the breakthrough. Because I believe that breakthroughs belong to believers who will expect, glory to God, their enemies to be drowned in the Red Sea of life. Amen? So what we must do then is dare to believe Him. Dare to trust Him. In other words... Let us give him something to work with. The God of the breakthrough always uh, responds to faith. The scripture says without faith, it's impossible to please him. Amen? Now I want you to notice a couple of scriptures. I saw this a little earlier this morning. And I want to couple these two together. So first of all, look at Ephesians, the third chapter. And uh, notice with me in the 20th verse, and then uh, we're going to look at another one. And uh, if we could uh, put that up in the King James Version, I know that I had it in the Amplified in my notes there. But I want you to notice this in the King James Version. Praise the Lord. Everybody good today? Everybody comfortable? It's good to be in church on a Sunday morning. Isn't it? Isn't it good to wake up without a hangover? So nice to wake up without bars staring you in the face. Thank God you've been set free. You have been delivered. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Now notice in uh, Ephesians 3 verse 20, it says, Now unto him that is able. Now, I don't think that anybody would disagree today that God is able. He is able. He's all powerful. Unto him that is able... To do exceeding, that's way out beyond the norm, abundantly, above, all that we ask or think. Now read the rest with me. According to the what? Power that is at work in us. So when power is working in us, it releases the God of abundance and the God of breakthrough to do for us what we could never do for ourselves. But I want you to pay particular attention to that phrase, according to the power that's at work in us. And then flip back, if you would, to Ephesians chapter 1. And notice with me in verse 19. This is great prayers to pray for yourself and to pray for one another. But just a portion of this prayer is so awesome. And uh, Ephesians, the first chapter, and we'll look at uh, the 19th verse. Praise the Lord. And notice this. And what is the exceeding? He's able to do what? Exceeding. Abundant above all that we dare ask or think. And what is the exceeding greatness of what? Of his power. According to the power that's at work where? In In us. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power? Now notice this. To us word who believe. In other words, this power that enables us to receive way more than we could dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest thoughts, prayers, hopes, or dreams, this power is activated in your life when you believe. When you believe. In other words, faith is involved in activating the God of the breakthrough. Hallelujah. Somebody says, well, I wish I had that kind of faith. Stop wishing and just know that you already have it. 
You have been dealt the measure of mountain moving faith. God would never tell you to live by faith if he did not furnish you the faith for which you could live by. And I just want to remind you this morning in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7. Let's look at that verse together. 2 Corinthians, the 5th chapter and the 7th verse. Oh, praise God. This is our confession today. What are we doing here in this life? For we what? We walk by faith, not by sight. So in that verse, we see two different ways to live. Two different ways to live. Most people are walking by and living by sight. Even Christians. But if you get a revelation to this great power which is toward you who believe, and that you've been given a measure of mountain-moving faith, you can regulate your life and you can choose to live and to walk by faith. Listen to this statement. Walking by faith is walking by the sight of a higher kind. Hallelujah. And so I obviously... uh, Recommend it. (laughs) I recommend living by faith. I recommend walking by faith. How about you? How many of you recommend talking by faith? Hallelujah. Praising by faith. Jumping by faith. Hallelujah. Bringing your kids up by faith. There's only one way to live. And it is by faith. Amen. So give the God of the breakthrough, something to work with. Now quickly turn over to Micah, the second chapter, and we see another promise here of the restoration of Israel from captivity. You know, he talks about in these verses, Israel's going to be carried away into captivity, yet a remnant is going to return. But notice how they will return and what happened to them, enabling them to return. In Micah chapter 2, verse 12, And I will surely gather all of you, O Jacob. I will surely collect the remnant of Israel. I will bring them, Israel, together like a sheep in a fold, like a flock in the midst of their pasture. They, the fold and the pasture, shall swarm with men and hum with much noise. Now notice verse 13. Would you read that with me? The breaker, the Messiah, will go up before them. They will break through pass in through the gate and go out through it and their king will pass on before them the Lord at their head. Woo! Now notice with me, the breaker, the God of the breakthrough, the Messiah will go up before you. I submit to you this morning that the God of the breaker, the Messiah, the breaker is for you. He is on your side and he knows what you are facing. And if you will trust him, he will go before you. Do we not have the breaker living in us? Do we not have the breaker who has already broken through death, hell and the grave? And he has blazed a trail and he has made a way for you and for me. Hallelujah. He's going ahead of us. He's going before us. I want you to listen to some definitions of the word breakthrough. Everyone say breakthrough. Breakthrough Breakthrough is a movement 
or advance all the way through and beyond an enemy's front-line defense. A second definition of breakthrough is an act or instance of removing or surpassing an obstruction or a restriction. And when I saw that definition early this morning, I got to thinking about how many times the devil has tried to restrict us as a church. He's tried to hold us back and tried to keep us down. But when you got the Lord of the breakthrough on your side, the God who raises the dead, hallelujah, you may be down temporarily, but you're not going to stay down because he's the God of the raising. He's the God who lifts his people up. Amen. When I think about the goodness of God, it just causes my heart to swell with thanksgiving to him. I can think back way back there in 1984 when we were about to lease Marina High School, there was a football team, the USFL, the Oakland Invaders, that really wanted the same facility for use. And I can remember going in there to the San Lorenzo School District, and, and uh, I was a little cockier than I am today. But what I said in front of them all, I said, well, everyone knows that football teams come and go in the Bay Area because the Raiders had just left, you know, to go to L.A. And... Uh, the Lord gave us a breakthrough, Pastor Tom. He said, no, the church is going to be there. So we leased this great big high school that had been closed down. Pastor George was there and Terry were there. Man, those were just some awesome days, man. We had this huge auditorium that we converted into a sanctuary. We had classrooms on in. And we were there from 1984 to 1989. All because the God of the breakthrough went before us and made a way where there was no way. Then I can remember over in those years, over in, on 20450 Royal Avenue, we uh, leased about 30,000 square feet from the San Lorenzo School District. And we didn't have a sanctuary big enough for us to meet in. And so what we did is said, can we build a 12,000 square foot sanctuary building on your property? And they said, of course you can. So we did. And I said, can you put a parking lot on there for us? Of course we can. And over a period of 10 years, you know, we paid them for the parking lot. So we were there. Those were good years. How many of you were there with us over on, on Royal Avenue? Those were awesome years. 17 years, praise God, from about 1990 around to 2007 when we moved in here. And uh, one of the questions I had in my mind was, what, what are we going to do with this building when we leave? I mean, here's this 12,000 square foot building. And the Spirit of the Lord, glory to God, broke through for us. And you all know what happened. The same school district that leased us that property and allowed us to build a building on their property bought that building from us. That's a breakthrough, guys. When I tell some of my friends that, they just scratch their head and say, that must have been God. Hallelujah. And I can remember Dad Hagen on the platform praying in those blue chairs. And he'd pray and he'd say, oh, now, Lord, I won't tell him. Now, if you don't want me to, I won't tell him. But what about these present facilities, you know? What about these present? Uh, no, no, I won't tell him. They'll have to pray through for them to get it. Amen. So we prayed through. And the God of the breakthrough went before us. Breakthrough moments are so important. And they are very, very vital in your life. 
Oh, hallelujah. Savor those breakthroughs that he's given you. Even if it's a dollar raise, savor those breakthroughs he's given you with your children. Savor those breakthroughs every day of your life. Give him some praise. And then, way back in 2003 when we purchased this place, the planning commission gave us a 4-3 vote twice. And they said, yeah, even though it's a commercial property, we'll give you a CUP so you can have church here. And so, hallelujah, we got a 4-3 vote and then someone appealed it. So we had to go to the next level of government, to the city council. And there was a certain individual that didn't want us here and so forth and so on. But I want you to know the Lord of the Breakthrough went before us. And we didn't get a 4-3 vote in our favor. We got a 7-0 vote in our favor. That was the Lord breaking through for us. Glory to God. And so it took us time and it took us faith. I mean, we, we paid for this lot and this land for a few years without even really being able to possess it because we had to get the structural engineering done. We had to obtain loan alone. We had to be in position to be able to get the kind of loan to take a building like this and gut it out. What you're sitting in is 36,000 square feet of a brand new building except for the outside. The Lord gave us favor. He gave us favor with some lenders. It was just glorious. It was awesome. And, and in 2008, the market crashed. And everything crashed. Had we applied for that loan in 2008 during the crash, we'd still be over there on Royal Avenue. But the God of the breakthrough knew what was up. I said the God of the breakthrough knew what was up. And he got us in this place. So for the last 10 years, we've been working with a lending institution and they've been, they've been good to us. They've been very strict upon us. We've had to, to refi every three years for the last couple of times. And every time you refi a loan of this size, it costs you fifty, sixty, sixty-five thousand dollars $65,000 to do that every three years. That's expensive. And also they require an audit every year and our audits cost $18,000 a year. That's very expensive. But oh, glory to God. I said, glory to God. In January of 2016, Ingrid and I and Brenda started working diligently on looking for different lenders. We probably talked to at least 10 lenders. We had the door shut here and the door shut there. But when you know that the God of the breakthrough is going before you, you just keep pressing. You keep moving. You just shake things off and and put them where they belong, under your feet. And you just go, next! And so you may not have experienced your breakthrough yet. You may have experienced some no's and some closed doors. But I want you to know that God opens doors that no man can shut. And he shuts doors that no man can open. Why? Because he's the God of the breakthrough. He is the Messiah. He is the breaker. And he's breaking through for you. Hallelujah. And so it boiled down to two lending institutions. And this one lending institution is a bank versus a credit union. And a credit union is under the thumb of the regulators. When 2008 hit, I mean to tell you, they brought their restrictions way, way up. And so that was our only dance. How many of you know you dance till you find a new partner? <laughs> Not maritally, but... Just, just saying. <laughs> Amen. And so God just, he just gave us favor. Amen. I was talking to this one guy and... He said, have you considered this bank out in Sacramento? I said, no, I never heard of him. Called the guy. Turned out he's right from Minnesota. Turned out I pastored a church in his hometown. 
for a period of time. He didn't know us. He was probably in seventh grade when I was 21 years old. But anyway. And so it began to, to, to start. And I said, here's what we'll do. We'll, we'll give you our financials every quarter. We'll give you our financials every month. And we believe we're going to have an outstanding 2016. Amen. So at the end of 2016, praise God, remember our joy of generosity? Yes. Hallelujah. God, the God of the breakthrough, came through for us big time. Yes, Amen. Thank you, Lord. And so we get all the information to him and everything. And, and lo and behold, just last Tuesday, the president of the bank came down. Pastor Tom and I gave him a nice tour. And the other guy came down. And he says, your loan is approved. Your loan is approved. Your loan is approved. Now, what that means to us, that means less money. It means about $5,000, $6,000 less. We still have a hefty payment. But it also means a lot of the bondage and a lot of the restrictions of having to show financial statements every month and, you know, walking on a tightrope, as it were. Hallelujah. Our burden has been rolled away. Amen. And so the other thing is this, is we don't have to refi for 10 years. Amen. You know how much that saves us? That saves us a lot of money. Oh, glory to God. He's the God of the breakthrough. So I think we as a church family ought to celebrate the goodness of God. Amen. The exceeding greatness of his power is toward us corporately because we believe, we receive, we got the spirit of faith. But most of all, it's because God favors us. I said, God favors us and he goes before us. But you know what? That's not the end of the story. I'm declaring in the name of Jesus that this property is paid in full. And there's coming a day where we're going to be able to burn the note. Somebody says, can stuff like that happen? You better believe it can happen. And not only can it, but it has and it does. Glory to God. Our oldest son, John, he was a co-pastor or assistant pastor in a church in Santa Monica. Listen to this testimony. They were given a building for $1. The building where you've seen the father of the bride, that movie, that's the church they have. It's worth between 25 and $30 million for $1. A Baptist church had kind of run their race and run their course. Oh, hallelujah. And I said, we've seen what you're doing. We like what you're doing. Here's the keys. Glory to God. And so, hey, we're not pressuring anybody here. We're not asking you to do anything you can't do. But our God's much bigger than just us. So the God of the breakthrough is moving on our behalf. I just thought that you'd want to rejoice just a little bit. Glory to God. A breakthrough is a simply a sudden burst of God's favor. It's an explosion of his goodness. It's when suddenly God releases his power in such a way that it overwhelms you and drives out your enemies. Maybe you've been praying about a child for years, that they get back on the right track. I'm telling you what, they're coming back and you can say, that's a breakthrough. 
Or maybe you have loved ones that have been trying to get into a certain college and they've been approved to go there, but they didn't have the money. But then suddenly the God of the breakthrough made a scholarship for them. So they've got free tuition. Come on, somebody. Perhaps in your finances, it's been a long, long time and you just needed a good breakthrough or a promotion. But thank God the God of the breakthrough came through for you. And no longer is it a struggle because he goes before you. I'm telling you, no matter what you've been facing and no matter what you're facing right now, trust him, trust him, serve him, serve him, live for him, live for him, be all in, be all in for what is important to him. And when you're all in for what's important to him, he's all in for what's important to you. Come on, somebody. Oh, hallelujah. I'm talking about food and clothing and shelter and for your children. I'm telling you, we serve a good God. We serve a big God. So what is our part? Our part is to be ready. To look for his favor. To look for his goodness. How many of you know that God rewards people that expect and seek after him? I've discovered this. The continual declarations of the favor of God produce continual manifestations of the favor of God. And in closing, I just want to say this to you because we're running out of time. I want to say a few things to you this morning. And we're going to go into some more depth next week about examples of breakthroughs from the Bible. There's just tons of them. But here's what the God of breakthrough is looking for. He's looking for a sound from his children that initiates him in the role of the breaker. And that sound that he's looking for is the sound of faith. It's the sound of praise. It's the sound of worship coming out of our mouths. And a perfect example of this, and I'll give you the cliff notes on this, is in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. We see three nations coming against Jehoshaphat, the children of Israel. So what did they do? They fasted and they prayed and they rehearsed and declared before the Lord his goodness and all that he has done and what he will do for them. And they let the Lord know, yeah, this enemy is coming at us. We don't know how we're going to be delivered from it. But they said this, our eyes are upon you. Say this with me, my eyes are upon you. And so suddenly in the midst of the congregation, the Holy Spirit came upon a young man. And here's what he said. He said, don't be afraid or dismayed by reason of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but it's God's. Always remember that. The battle is not yours. It's God's. And so they got direction, specific direction. And basically, they said, you don't need to fight this battle. He said, set yourself, stand still, see the salvation of the Lord. Don't be dismayed. Tomorrow, go down against them, for the Lord will be with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his, his head in praise and worship to God. Then in a while, the whole nation stood up and started praising God and thanking God because of the word that came to them. The battle is not yours, but it's God's. Have we got something to praise God about? Have we got something to thank God for? 
Oh, glory to God. I want to pick it up in verse 20. And let me just read this to you. And they rose up early in the morning and they went forth into the wilderness to Koah. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah. How many of you know that the word Judah means praise? And you inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe the Lord your God. There's the faith. So shall you be established. Believe his prophets and you'll be what? Prosper. Prosper. And verse 21. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord that should praise the beauty of holiness. And they went out before the army. And what did they say? One more time, just a little stronger. Praise the Lord. Now notice this, verse 2, 22. And they began, as they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. Hallelujah. All Jehoshaphat needed to do was send his people and his praisers and his worshipers ahead of them. And what happened? The sound initiated the coming of the breaker on the scene. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. And in verse 23, it says, For the children of Ammon, Moab, and stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, utterly to destroy them. And when they had made an end to the inhabitants of Seir, what did they do? They destroyed one another. I'm telling you, praise and worship confuses the devil. He cannot stand it. Hallelujah. In other words, their enemies became his enemies. And I want you to know this, that your enemies are defeated. And they are his enemies. So let him go ahead of you. And give him something awesome to work with. Let's stand up. And let's just do that for a few moments. What is it that he wants to hear? coming out of your automobile what is it that he wants to hear in the morning coming out of your bedroom what is it that he wants to hear in your midnight hour <laughs> hallelujah he wants to hear some praise and some worship hallelujah even though all the odds are against you remember if God be for you who can be against you None of them escaped. And the children of Israel went down amongst all those dead bodies. And there was jewels and there was spoil. And they picked up the jewels and the spoil. It was three days in picking up all the spoil. It was so much they could hardly carry it away. I'm telling you, when the God of the breakthrough goes before you and breaks through for you, glory to God, there's going to be some spoil for you to take. What do you say? We just praise him just for a few moments. It's